Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation, a functional guide to burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and activates stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all-day energy. You are going to love this book, so check it out. You can get it on Amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. So this podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on one of my favorite topics, fasted exercise. I am a fitness fanatic. I love to lift weights. I also do a little bit of running. I'm not a long distance runner, but I'll do some sprints, things like that. And fitness has been, you know, just a big part of my life really since since the earliest my earliest days. I've always been uh, interested in fitness and performance. But when I started doing fasted exercise in my 20s, that dramatically changed my life. Just the level of energy, the muscle building, the fat burning, the um, just the, the natural high that I got from exercise went to a whole nother level. And you guys are going to see that when we do fasted exercise, 
it drives up something called autophagy, where our body breaks down old damaged cells and re recycles them and re recycles the cellular organelles and, the, and the, the proteins in there and forms new healthier cells. It's one of the single best things you can do for your body is intermittent fasting and combining it with exercise, doing some level of exercise in your fasted window. And I'm going to go through the science and show you exactly how to do it, how I recommend it in this podcast. And if you haven't left us a five-star review yet, that would be a great thing to do. When you leave us a review, that actually helps us reach more people with this podcast, impact more lives, and change the world for better. And then if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please do that. That way you get notified whenever we put up a new podcast so you never miss any of these valuable trainings. Thanks so much for leaving the review and subscribing to our channel, and let's go into the show. Hey, everybody. Today, I'm talking about fasting, exercise, and autophagy. And so when we think about exercise, we know that it's great for helping stimulate metabolic flexibility, which is really the ability to, to go between burning sugar for fuel and burning fat. So when we're at rest, we want to use fat for fuel. When we're exercising, particularly at a high intensity, we don't have enough oxygen to burn a lot of fat. So instead, we want to be able to burn up sugar for fuel. And so exercise is a great stimulus for that. Fasting also helps us develop this metabolic flexibility. Again, this is a, the ability to change our metabolism, to meet the demands of our environment, to go between burning sugar or fat or ketones for a fuel source. And then we also want to improve our energy efficiency, which is really just being efficient with the energy we use. So we don't want a lot of wasted energy. And so exercise and fasting help us be the most energy efficient beings we can be. So that way we're able to utilize energy for all the things that we need, for good immune regulation, optimal healing, for brain function, for energy production, everything that we need without a lot of wasted energy. And so when we look at our main fuel sources, again, we know that our body can run off of ketones, fatty acids, and glucose. And so we want the ability to produce ketones and use them, particularly in the brain. So our brain, we can't get fatty acids through our blood-brain barrier, but we can get ketones. And ketones are water-soluble uh, breakdown products of fatty acids. And we actually can produce tremendous amount of energy with ketones and less metabolic waste. So they're very efficient forms of fuel. Glucose, the advantage of using glucose or sugar for fuel is that we can do it in anaerobic states, meaning when we don't have enough oxygen, like when we're exercising at a really high intensity, we use glucose for fuel. And it's able to produce energy very quickly. However, it also produces a lot of metabolic waste. And we'll experience this when we exercise, we'll get the burn. That's the metabolic acidosis that occurs because our body's not able to buffer the amount of acid that's being produced. On top of that, there's a lot of uh, free radicals that are formed and a lot of oxidative stress the body goes under. For short periods of time when we're exercising, that's a good thing. It's actually a positive stress. We call it a hormetic stress that actually trains the body to produce endogenous antioxidants like glutathione uh, more effectively. So that's a great thing. We actually recover. We get stronger and more resilient. But we want, once we're done exercising and we're back in kind of a resting mode, we want our body to be able to use fat and ketones as its main fuel source and create less fuel from glucose. And so another great benefit of this is autophagy. And autophagy is when the body breaks down older, 
decaying cellular organelles. And so both exercise and fasting help stimulate autophagy. So again, this is self-eating process. We go in, we break down the older mitochondria, the older um, Golgi apparatus and endoplasmic reticulum and all the key components of a cell. We're going in, we're breaking those things down. So exercise helps stimulate this, this uh, form of cell repair, this autophagy, because there's a lot of damage that's taken place to the different cells and the cellular organelles because of the high intensity. And so we go in, we start to break that down and, uh, and we also need energy, right? And so our body needs energy quickly. So it's basically uh, recycling a lot of these key components of the cell. Now, fasting also does it because when we are calorie restricted, the body needs to, pr needs to create fuel, it needs to create energy. So it goes in, it breaks down the older, inferior cells, okay? And this would include muscle cells. So, you know, fasting or exercise will help our body actually get rid of bad muscle cells and form new, healthier muscle cells, okay? So we need that energy. So we, we take the bad cells, we create energy from the bad cells to form new, healthy cells. And this is really healthy and, uh, and a great thing for our body. Now, on top of that, fasting and ketosis, as well as high intensity exercise, help get rid of these bad mitochondria. So the same process of autophagy, when it comes to the mitochondria, we call it mitophagy, okay? And we also stimulate more mitochondria. The more mitochondria we have in our body, the more energy production we're gonna have, right? So our cells have a better capacity, a greater capacity to produce energy and produce energy quickly and effectively. And that's really good for our survival and our resilience. So this is what we want. Now, benefits and guidelines for fasted exercise, okay? So I consider fasted exercise any sort of high-intensity training, okay? So like doing sprints, weightlifting, things like that, after 14-plus hours of intermittent fasting. So let's say you finish dinner at 7 p.m., and then you uh, worked out at 9 a.m., Okay, so that would be a fasted training, all right? So for some people, they'll, they'll say, okay, well, if I finish dinner at eight and I wake up at six and I work out, I'm fasted. And technically you are. However, for the purposes of what I'm talking about here, you're gonna get your best benefits when you are 14 or more hours fasted when you train, okay? So it helps improve fat burning. It increases growth hormone. You get a big stimulus of human growth hormone, which has to do with anti-aging. It helps us with a healthier skin, hair, nails, um, supports our immune system. Fat burning helps preserve lean body mass, growth hormone does. Okay, we get a great stimulus of mitochondria. We also improve our ketone production, okay, just like we were talking about, this amazing fuel source that we can utilize, and particularly for our brain, that's really anti-inflammatory and um, really helps actually turn off uh, bad genes. So it actually turns off the inflammasome and uh, turns on positive gene expression. It also improves muscle growth and development. That's because we've got all this growth hormone that's, uh, that's circulating. And the more growth hormone that we have present when we're training and, and afterwards, we're going to have better lean body mass development. So now guidelines, you, although you're fasting, you want to make sure that you're well hydrated. So make sure you're well hydrated. Uh, you don't want to do really long, intense training sessions. Like if you're doing more than an hour, 
that could actually be dangerous for your body. So I recommend doing short, high intensity workouts, typically roughly 30 minutes. Um, I think you can certainly get away with 45 minutes and up to an hour, depending on how metabolically flexible you are. But if you're just getting started with this, it's much better to, to do shorter workouts um, and then adapt to it. And then over time, you'll get better, more, more resilient, more efficient. I can, I can certainly do 45 to minute to an hour workout at this point because I've been doing this for so long. But, um, you know, when you first get started, that's not a great idea. Now, if you're really trying to do, really trying to build muscle, you can do BCAAs. So you're fasting and then you take branched chain amino acids before and after your workout, okay? And that will help. And you can also delay your first meal afterwards, but take branched chain amino acids, but delay your first meal, and that will allow for a greater growth hormone expression in your body, okay? Well, and that's a really great benefit if you're trying to lose weight, okay? So if you're trying to lose fat mass, you train with, with uh, really hard, okay, high-intensity exercise training in a fasted state, okay, then you rehydrate and take some branched-chain amino acids, maybe some electrolytes, okay, but then try to push it out another two hours or so before you eat, okay, and that will really help as far as burning fat for fuel. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment and tell you about a new product that I've been taking every single morning. It's from our friends over at Paleo Valley. It's called Neuro Effect. And it is a neuro supportive blend of eight full spectrum mushroom extracts and whole coffee fruit extract. It's designed to help boost up brain derived neurotropic factor, BDNF, which is like miracle grow for your brain cells. It has got lion's mane mushroom, well-renowned for its effect on the brain. It's got reishi mushroom, which is phenomenal for your immune system. It also helps with calming your brain and helping you sleep more effectively. It has got shaga as well as cordyceps in there, which are phenomenal for energy and for mental clarity. It also has turkey tail mushroom and maitake, which are amazing for your immune system as well. So this product also has whole coffee fruit extract, only two milligrams of caffeine, but whole coffee fruit extract actually boosts your BDNF levels 4.3 times greater than if you were actually drinking coffee itself. I mean, we all know that coffee helps improve your energy, your mental clarity, but it's the whole organic coffee fruit extract that has the most powerful effect on your brain without the downside of caffeine. That's what you get in this Neuro Effect product. So I've been taking this on a regular basis to support my brain health, my immune system. I take it in the morning and you can try it now too. I've negotiated with Paleo Valley to make sure that you guys get 15% off this product. It's called Neuro Effect. You can find it at paleovalley.com. Use the coupon code JOCKERS to get 15% off today. Now, seven ways to do daily intermittent fasting, right? The simple fast is the 12 hours. Brunch fast is 14 hours. So that's when we start to really get the best benefits of fasted exercise at that point, okay? We can also do the crescendo fast. Now, you can also do a 12-hour fast workout and then just put off eating for, you know, four, six, eight hours, and that's fine too. You can definitely try that, uh, and that can work well for some people. 
So I've done that in the past, works totally fine for me. I get a huge growth hormone release after the training session, and that will help your body. Now, if you're really trying to build muscle mass, it may be better to fast. We don't really have conclusive research on this, but maybe better to fast longer, right? Or fast, let's say 16 hours, train, then take branched amino acids and then eat afterwards, okay? So after the training. So you're kind of doing the training at the peak, at the end of your fast, rather than in the middle, okay? Whereas if you're trying to burn fat, you can uh, exercise, right? So you're doing a fast, let's say 12, 14, 16 hours, you exercise, and then you prolong the fast after the training session, okay? And that will help get even more growth hormone release and even more fat burning, okay? So you can pick your, your different intermittent fasting strategies. Yesterday, I did a one-day fast where I ate lunch and then trained around lunchtime. So I ate lunch the day before, trained around lunchtime the day of, and then broke my fast after that. So it was a 24-hour fast, and I was training basically 23 hours fasted, and I felt great, felt really strong, had no problems at all with my workout. My workout was roughly about 40 minutes, high-intensity upper body training, doing bench, inclined bench press, pull-ups, push-ups, um, bent over rows, and um, bent over dumbbell flies, reverse flies. So I was doing high-intensity training, very short rest periods, and I felt great. Overhead press was in there, so it felt really, really good. And now today I'm going to do a leg workout. So I'm going to do some squats, deadlifts, and I'm going to do lunges as my main exercises, as well as doing uh, some stability ball crunches and some toe raises, very short rest periods. And that's going to be roughly 35 minute workout, 35, 40 minute workout usually. And I'm going to do that roughly about an 18 hour fast. So I'll, I finished dinner around seven o'clock last night and I'll be training around 12 o'clock today. So 17, I think that's 17 hours fasted. So usually I'm doing a 17, 18 hour fast and then training and sometimes a 23, 24 hour fast and then training. And I feel great with it because I've developed this level of metabolic flexibility. And that's really what we're going for. Now, when you do eat, especially when you've done a lot of resistance training or um, burst training, high intensity training, it is important that you eat well. So you, you do need times of feasting. So when I eat, I eat a lot of food, okay? And this puts my body back into this kind of feasting mode. And now I'm really growing and building. And, um, and that's really important to, you know, to cycle through these things. It's very important for insulin uh, optimization. It's very important for thyroid hormone function, for sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. We need to be going through these times of feasting and famine rather than, you know, just all day, like just chronic calorie restriction. That's not what we want to do. We want to cycle through feasting and fasting. So when you eat, eat really well, just don't eat often, right? I eat one to two meals a day. Works great for me and I feel fantastic. I actually don't even typically feel hungry until I start eating. Once I start eating, my body says, okay, now we need to feast, right? We need to bring all this in. Uh, so that way we can fast for a longer period of time. And this really allows me to be a stronger, more resilient human being. So that's what we're going for. So now here's some guidelines for fasted exercise. When you first begin, start with like a 12 to 14 hour fast, do light movement or resistance training. Okay. So you're not trying to do like a really high intensity training in the beginning. 
get your body acclimated. Then the intermittent level would be, or intermediate level would be 14 to 16 hour fast, followed by doing HIT or high intensity resistance training. So you do the 14 to 16 hour fast, then you train intensely, okay? Once you feel fine with that, then you can try a 16 to 24 hour fast, so a longer fasting period, and applying that, um, tr trying to do some sort of uh, uh, high intensity interval training or high intensity resistance training. Now, if you want advanced fat burning, the high intensity interval training can be slightly more beneficial for fat burning than the high intensity resistance training where you're uh, lifting weights. However, lifting weights can really help because the more lean body tissue you develop, the more, the greater your metabolism is going to be. So you want to do a little bit of both, but uh, if you were going to favor one, the interval training where you're doing like sprint intervals or something like that would be a little bit more effective for fat burning. Now for muscle building, definitely the resistance training is going to be significantly more than the interval training for actually developing and building muscle tissue, right? So it's a good idea to get both of those in. And so again, once you get to that advanced level, you can do it 16 to 24 hours fasting like I do on a regular basis, right? So I'm usually in that, in that range, okay? And, uh, you know, it feels great, right? It really does. You feel amazing. Your body adapts to it and you get really, really great results. Like I typically am around 8% body fat. You can see all the striations. I feel amazing, really strong, hardly ever hungry. My mental clarity is really good. So I just feel great with this sort of a fasting exercise lifestyle, and it's something that you can really do. And so I do want to encourage getting some high-intensity uh, training in. Now, not everybody that's listening to, to us here can do that. You want to start with just moving, getting out and exercising, just walking even can be extremely healthy for your body, moves your lymphatics, increases your oxygenation, just so many great benefits of just getting out and walking. But if you're able to do some high intensity resistance training, even if it is, even if you have like issues with your joints, your knees, things like that, you can go and get on some, um, some equipment at your local gym that, you know, is, I know they've got like hammer strength equipment, Nautilus equipment, you can get on different machines that um, make it a little easier for your joints, but you're trying to really build muscle tissue. And so you want to challenge your body. And that's the key is when you get to the, the point where the exercise is slightly painful at times, meaning that, and by pain, I mean more like uh, just fatiguing, right? Rather than like really serious joint pain. But that is a good thing. That's a stimulus that uh, tells you that you've, you're really training hard and you're challenging your body and your body's gonna adapt and develop greater metabolic flexibility, great, greater energy efficiency, and you're going to develop more resiliency as a human being. So I would highly recommend that. And then always look out for signs that you're overtraining. And here are common signs. If you are training at a really high intensity, especially if you're doing it almost every day, and your libido goes down, you're not sleeping well at night. Okay, this is important. You're getting sick often. You're having issues with fatigue throughout the day. You know, this, this should not happen. You should feel better with exercise. Like you should feel great throughout the day. If you implement exercise and fasting, okay, you should feel really, really good, strong, healthy, mentally resilient, okay? If you're noticing any of these symptoms here, it's a sign you may possibly be overtraining, okay? So I would typically recommend roughly three to five days of high-intensity training a week, okay? Three to five 
for me, I usually do four and then I move every day. So every day I'm doing some sort of movement. I might take a jog uh, around my block or something like that, walk a lot, um, some sort of movement on a regular basis every day, but it's low intensity. And then when I do high intensity, it's usually four, sometimes five days a week for me. Okay. So I always have some rest days built in there. And I usually don't do more than two to three days in a row. So usually I'm just doing two days and then a rest day. Okay. And this is important to understand. So you got to be able to rest well. Resting is and recovery is just as important as the training. So just like feast famine, it's not like we're always feasting. We're not always fasting. Okay. We're cycling. And it's the same thing with exercise. We're not always training. We're not always, you know, we're not always resting. We're cycling between training and resting. And that's important to understand. Now, some supplements that can help. I talked about branched amino acids. This is the one that I use called Amino Strong, which is actually essential amino acids. So it doesn't just have the branch chain, the leucine, isoleucine, and valine, but it also has all your essential amino acids in it and electrolytes in there. So this is really helpful. Um, I take this after my high intensity exercise, really helps with recovery. So I'm less sore, I get better muscle protein synthesis, I'm stronger, more resilient. So I really like using the Amino Strong, just take a scoop in water, tastes good, it's flavored with stevia um, after my training session. And then I also like to use Keto Edge, which, uh, which has exogenous ketones, some branching amino acids, it also has some adaptogenic mushrooms in it, cordyceps, reishi, lion's mane, which is really good for the brain. Um, so it's got really some great compounds in there that help support resiliency, energy production. So usually I'm taking this, sometimes I'll take it before a workout, but usually I'm, I'm doing a fully fasted workout and I'm taking this uh, usually in the mid-afternoon, something like that. Like after I, I exercise, I eat, um, you know, and then after that I ha I'll have a drink with some of this in it. And it uh, just feels really good, really great for energy and brain and mental clarity. I feel really, really good with it and uh, supports recovery, supports optimal recovery. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy the training. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.